Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome. This is Lady J coming live from WTNS, Woman the Nurturing Spirit, and our Love Court series here in sunny, hot Arizona. I'm inside, so I'm all cool. And I'd like to say welcome to our show today, Gifts of Love. I believe we are gifts and we express our gifts to each other and to ourselves every day. And as we have in our past shows, we will visit this conversation through the Love Court, I Love Myself series. Webster says it is a gift is a present, a thing given, a donation, a natural talent. Woman the Nurturing Spirit says a gift can be intimate, an investment, and involvement. We're going to enjoy some more of our music and return with our conversation, Gift of Love. Welcome again. This is Lady J. And the music that you've been hearing me play on Woman and Nurturing Spirit show, on our Woman and Nurturing Spirit show, is a, indeed a gift from my oldest son, G3, who also has his own show on Tuesdays. And I'm telling you, he's doing a fantastic job. He has a lot of listeners. His music is amazing. And we, he will be one of my guests this summer as we talked about gifts of love. So again, welcome again. This is Lady J, and I want to thank and applaud all of you who have continuously joined our show every week. Your love and your support is special to me. And if you have any questions, should you have any questions or comments, please call at 347-945-6789. 
Today's conversation is a prelude and an introduction for our summer special, Gifts of Love. We will have about 12 guests sharing their gifts throughout the summer months, and they will be talking about their gifts. They will be talking about where their gifts came from, how they got started, and we'll actually even have conversation about um, what we'll have them sing, should they be singers. We're going to actually have them participate, use their gifts on the show. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're talking about gifts from A to Z. We're talking about singers and dancers and chefs and special people who have specialty gifts um, and um, writing and things like that. And we're even talking about something that goes past what we call our typical gifts because we see that on television all the time, singing and dancing and performing and acting. We're talking about gifts, people who write, people who have gifts in handling money, people who have gifts in design, some of those kind of behind-the-scenes things that we don't think much about. And, um, you know, I'm sure many of you have watched the um, Donald Trump show, Celebrity Apprentice, and, again, a gift, being able to run a business, being able to be a trouble shooter to work out things, to figure out how to get something done um, in the spur of the moment, being able to put on your brain and your talents and your wisdom, those are gifts. And so I'm just excited using one of my favorite phrases. I am excited about our lineup for the summer months. Now let's talk about gifts of love. Woman the Nurturing Spirit says, for today's conversation, a gift can be, again, intimate, investment, and involvement. So now, what makes a gift intimate? I say it comes from the heart. We know that a gift is intimate when others are touched and inspired by what it is you do and who it is you are. How do I know it's coming from my heart? Exactly that. People come towards you. People come into your lives. People remark, and oh, I just love when you do that. I love your food. I love when you speak. I love how you dress. I love how you design. I love what you wrote. And so when we can hear comments like that from people, that's when we know that our gift is coming from our heart. It kind of looks like sharing and serving. What makes a gift intimate? I'm able to share it. I'm in, I'm able to be a servant of it. I, I, I serve others with my gift. It's example like the small children, children who have special gifts, and I'm telling you they have the gift of sharing for real. They can have their little dirty toy, their little broken, something they found, something tiny and small, they take. They really work hard at breaking that little tiny cookie in half because they want to share it. Little toddlers want to put it in mommy's mouth, taste it. They just want to share what it is they have there. It's a gift, the gift of sharing, the gift of serving. When we have a gift, when we are a gift, it's intimate. We want to touch others. We want folks to be inspired to um be who they need to be, be who they are, inspired to be who God has created them to be. When we touch someone with our gift, we um, 
allow people to have a celebration and feel honored, and it causes people to um, want to do better in life a lot of times. I mean, when we share, when we see someone, we want going through life, and we have the gift of conversation, and we see someone who is shy or they're in a corner at a at a uh, event, you know, being able to go over and sit and have a conversation with someone, that's a gift. Everyone's not able to do that. Or when, I mean, I go to my girlfriend's house, and I'm telling you, you're talking about the gift of hospitality and the gift of cooking and food. I mean, I tell people all the time, you eat her food, you're going to be addicted. I don't care what it is. She's talking about making things from scratch. I mean, she makes this um, coleslaw. I'm telling you, that melts in your mouth, just delicious food cakes and health, all kinds of food. She makes everything from scratch just about and just beautiful. And She has, again, a gift, the gift of hospitality, the gift of preparing food, the gift of making you feel comfortable and at home no matter where she goes. I don't care if she steps into a place and she knows how to say hello. She knows how to say how are you. She knows how to make you feel good. It just It's in her voice. It's just in her voice. It's not any special way she says it. It's a gift that comes out of her, from her. Um, I have my children. I talk about my children all the time, especially my daughter who lives with me. She has the gift of of support, the gift of information. She's a life coach. She knows how to say the right thing at the right time to help you figure out something that you're not sure about. My son, many of you have been listening to his music. He has such a beautiful gift to create the kind of music that really um, you can enjoy no matter who you are. I have another son. He has the gift of socialism. He can, I mean, he can go anywhere, any place and meet people. And, I mean, I believe they just want to go home with him or they want to bring him into their home. He knows how to be around people, make people feel great. And then my daughter, she has a beautiful gift of cooking. She's a chef in Nashville. She knows how to take foods that I hardly ever look at at the supermarket, I'm telling you. And she knows how to bring it home and present it to you on the plate, and she does a beautiful job. She um, has a um, – you, you can go on her site and you can look up all kinds of information about food. She's very um, – Gifted and give you information about farmers' market and foods that grow out of the ground. Very gifted. I have people all in my life who have the gift of uh, who have. Everyone has a gift. Let me just say that we all have a gift. And again, what makes a gift intimate? A gift is intimate when we know it's coming from our heart, and we know it's coming from our heart when others are touched and inspired by what it is we do. So the question is, does your gift touch and inspire others? Does it look like you're sharing and serving your gift? What is your gift? I've met people of all ages who are not quite sure what their gift is, what it is you love to do, what do you enjoy doing. That is your gift. Next, what makes a gift an investment? It comes from the mind. What are your thoughts about your gifts? It looks like information and intention. 
So what do I mean? What makes a gift in, an investment is coming from the mind? It's about training. It's about having a mentor. How many times do we believe we have a gift? And, I mean, there are some gifts. They just happen. We don't have to be trained. We don't have to read a book. It just makes it so much more effective. It makes gives us a confidence. It allows us to have um, great intention. It helps us to have great thoughts about our gifts. When we're able to read a book or go through a training or to find a way to improve on a natural gift that we have, what it does is it opens up doors, it opens up worlds, it allows us to have great thoughts about that gift because many times when we have a natural gift and we kind of like just keep the, we don't stretch it out, we don't go seek how to improve it and make it more, to make it stronger, to um, include other situations and other people and other scenarios that we're not used to growing up in or we don't know about, then many times when we need when someone walks up to us and they ask us about something that we know how to do, what happens is our thoughts become negative and it's like, oh, I only do that for my family. Oh, I only do that once in a while. I only do that sometime. Oh, have you talked to someone else about that? Well, in case you can't get anyone else to do that, I will do that. And this is your gift. Why should we go to someone else, ask someone else, seek someone else to do something that you know you are gifted to do? I mean, there are people who are, I mean, none of us, all of us are not on television being chefs and cooks. But a lot, and many of us have the ability to make a wonderful dish of something, to cook something, to put something together. I'm often in a supermarket with my friends. And I'm saying there are there's no excuse for not being able to create some kind of meal for yourself, for your family, for others. They do everything. I'm telling you, they have it in a box, a bag, a can. They have it frozen. Read the instructions. Add a little bit of something, something, something to it. Call someone else you up you that you know that's a great cook, and ask them how can I improve on this particular dish? What should I add to it? so I can make it taste more homemade, take, bring out the flavors, you know, enhance it. We all have gifts within us. Many times when we are not rooted and grounded in that gift, when we haven't gone to someone, again, we talk about what I talked um, back year, um, weeks ago, we talked about being able to have a mentor. That's one of our I love myself questions. Do you have a mentor? Do you have someone you can go to? who can talk to you, support you, and add to your gift. Should your gift be, let me see, what is a gift? I want, I'm, I'm taking my time. I want to think about a gift that we don't often think about. Say maybe you have the gift to educate, and you're not a teacher. You're not in the school system. However, you have the ability to show someone how to do something, to read instructions very well. There are some people, they can read and get something to put together, and the instructions are all over the place. They just fumble, and they have trouble understanding what do, they, what do they mean, how do I put this together. You may be someone who's gifted in reading instructions and how to put something together. That's a gift. 
and being able to share that with someone some someone else and should you be someone who's um who's looking to share your gift to teach your gift so now look here we go you are someone who knows how to teach who knows how to give instruction who knows how to show someone how to do something so be a mentor be a life coach be a person, and I'm talking about now we have life coach classes and seminars and universities and programs. I mean, years and years ago, a life coach was just someone who was able to instruct you in your life about something you do not know or you were not sure about. You do not need a piece of paper to instruct someone on how to be better at something that they would like to know how to do. So, when you are a gift or when you have a gift that operates as an investment, you give it great thought, you feed your mind, you educate yourself, you allow yourself to be trained, you find mentors so that you can have information, you can have great stability, you can have a rootedness that gives you strength so that negative thoughts cannot make you tell somebody to go go someplace else or use someone else. You are ready for the challenge. And you have great, it causes you to have great intention. What I mean by that is what makes a gift an investment? It looks like intention. It looks like integrity. It looks like I give 100% of what it is I do. It looks like I know how to grow with my gift. I mean, I know people who have gifts, and they kind of like, okay, I know how to do that. They throw it together. They don't have great intention. Their heart is not in it. They have no thought. They do a little bit. They do a little bit, and they do a little bit. And they say, oh, I'm gifted at that, and you ask them to come and do something, and you tell people, oh, they said they know how to do it really well. They're gifted at that. And then they show up, and they do this little bitty thing, and you're looking like, I know how to do that. I, you, you, <laughs> And now you're paying somebody to do something that not only do you know how to do, you know how to do it better. And so you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be that person who has a gift. I'm telling you, one of those gifts that gets a lot of eyebrows and a lot of questions is people, everybody can sing. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Some people can just carry a tune. And it's amazing to me, and I know many of you watch um, American uh, yeah, American Idol or you watch any kind of show, um, and you, when people have to sing, when people show up singing, and they cannot hear those notes. They cannot hear those flat notes, those off notes. And they are really shocked that someone would tell them that they cannot sing, that they should not sing, they should find another career. And, again, have not done any work, any voice training. Their intention, their intention is to what? No integrity in the gift. And we're not talking about just having integrity in your heart, doing the right thing as opposed to doing the wrong thing. I'm talking about the gift itself has integrity, meaning that the gift really does satisfy. The gift really does make a difference. 
like your gift, when you bring your gift to the table, that you give 100% of your gift. And any time you say you have a gift and now you're bored and, oh, it's the same thing, I do the same thing all the time, do something, add to it, do something different. Find a way to make that gift grow. Grow the gift up. Grow the gift up. What am I talking about? Get some training. Say you know how to, you're a great painter, and you have been painting beautiful flowers for years. And, okay, so now you're bored and you're like, oh, yes, I do paint. Yes, I paint. I paint. Yes. I. And people see your work and say, oh, that's beautiful. What else do you do? And you, well, I just do flowers. And you say it almost like you're disappointed, you're frustrated. You don't say, oh, I do flowers. I love doing flowers. There's so many flowers in the world. It, no. Why don't you find a way to add to what else you know how to paint? Take a class. Take a course. It's never too late. You're never too old and it's never too late. And everything does not cost money. And with our Internet, we can go on the Internet and find all kinds of ways to add to our gifts. One of the things that I do all the time is every year I add to my life something that I either have never done or I add to my life something that I used to do or I don't do very well and I increase it. And I add to being able to do things. And it's funny because I meet all these people and they're like, okay, girl, what don't you know how to do? Oh, there's a lot of things I don't know how to do. And there are also things I will never do because I'm not interested. However, there are I do a lot and I'm always adding to my life. I'm always adding to my recipes when I cook, so people are like, oh, my God, this is so good. Would you like, how long have you been making this? And sometimes, and because all the time I'm always finding new ways to prepare a food, a meal. The other day I said, okay, long time ago, years ago, I used to make macaroni and cheese and put it in green peppers for my children because I wanted to have a lot of vegetarian dishes for them to grow up with. And so the other day I decided I went out to buy, I bought some red peppers, because they were sweet, I made some macaroni and cheese, and I put it inside the peppers, and I let it roast. It was delicious. Again, another way of preparing something that I always have. And so what makes a gift intimate? What makes a gift an investment? And third, what makes a gift involvement? It comes from the physical, Yes, it's about activity, it's about movement, it's about action and attraction. So when I make my gift involvement, when I pull involvement into my life, my gift, okay, it looks like action. It looks like attraction. Many times I was thinking as I was being with that thought how people (laughs) would sit around and they will instruct you on how to do what you do. Isn't it something? They will sit around watching television, not growing, not doing anything. And I'm not talking about people in your life who bring to the table great wisdom, great services, um, who give you wonderful ideas. I'm talking about those people who sit over on the sidelines and they watch you do and do and be and be and do all your, your great gifting. And to bring it to the world 
And they are these human yellow pages, these dictionaries. And I know, girl, I know how to do that. I just saw, I just read, I know how to do that. The Word of God, the Bible tells me, be a doer of the Word and not a hearer only. And a gift does what? A gift makes room for you. When your gift makes room for you, that means there's movement, there's motion, there's activity. It looks like action. It looks like attraction. Attraction. I become what you need. You become what I need. And there's this balance, a reciprocity. And when you are a person who is constantly using your gift for yourself, for others, in, in, in situations, and you become burnt out, you become tired, you become used and abused, it's because you have no balance. It's because you need reciprocity. You need to become, you need, need to become not only, I need to become what you need, and you need to become what I need, meaning we should be giving and, and, and receiving from each other. My gift for your gift. Again, when I was a when I was a cosmetologist and had my own salon on the East Coast, I had so many people who had their own businesses. So my gift was to do hair treatments, to do hair styles. I did lots of weddings, and so I would have someone who I had a um, customer who had her own bridal shop and evening wear. And so when I needed something for an affair, her gift is sewing. So she would create something for me, and I would do her hair. Again, I became what she needed. She became what I needed. I had someone who baked all the time. So when I need a birthday cake or whatever it is I needed for something, I would do hair, and she would bake goods. I became what she needed. She became what I needed. I had a client. Her husband was an electrician. I needed some electrical work in my home to be done. I became what she needed. She became what I needed. Her husband did electrical work, and I did her hair. There was balance. So when we have a gift and our gift becomes and we involve our gift, we have activity with our gift. We have movement. We don't sit on the sidelines waiting and hoping that somebody wants our gift. We make it move. We have action. It's called the law of movement. We do something about it. About a year or so or two years ago, I had my son in a conversation, and I said, what are you doing about your music career? What are you, you know, are you doing anything? And he just stared at me, and I said, well, why don't we just go ahead and do something for you? Let's have a listening party. We don't need a lot of people. Right now you just need to move your gift. We need to put it out there. We need to let the let it be in the universe, let it be in the atmosphere. So what is your gift? Do you have a gift? that you're kind of sitting on, or it's kind of like just going in a vicious circle with the same people in the same way for years, find a way, think of a way to allow your gift to make room for you. Get out of the way of just doing the same thing and do something different, do something new. Um, Maybe get some cards. Just get some business cards. Have some business cards made, some um, brochures, some flyers even. Go get so many people have the computer. Get on a computer, make a cute little flyer and say, This is what I do. Should you ever need what it is I do? And it's amazing how we grow up and we live around people, we go to church with people, we work with people, in our neighborhoods we have people 
and we never know what all that they do and what they bring to the table. They don't know what you do either. And so when you tell somebody what it is you do, it's amazing because they go someplace and they go, I didn't know you could do that. Or you're in a conversation and someone goes, someone looks at you, I didn't know you did that. I've been looking for someone to do that or who had that ability or that gift for two or three years or two or three months. When you let people know what it is you do, it's called the law of attraction. It's called the law of movement. So what makes a gift involvement? What It comes from being physical. It looks like action and attraction. I want you to think about those things, and we're going to talk about the foundation of each of those each of those um, pieces when we come back. Welcome again to Woman of Nurturing Spirit. This is Lady J. And we're going to continue our conversation on gifts of love. And we just I just asked the question, what makes Woman of Nurturing Spirit says that a gift can be intimate, a gift can be an investment, and a gift is about involvement. Intimate is about sharing and serving. Investment is about information and intention. And involvement is about action and attraction. And so what's the foundation of those three parts, or I should say those three conversations? Love is the foundation. I know you knew it was coming. Love is the foundation, the springboard, the life force of the gift. Not only the gift that we do and we share, the gift of who we are. We are the gift. And not only are we the gift, we are also, um, we give the gift. We share the gift. What does love do to intimacy? Love stimulates intimacy. What does love do for investment, for the mind? It encourages being able to invest, to share, and to serve others, to have information to have intention, to have action and attraction. And love activates involvement. So love stimulates intimacy or the ability to share and serve. Love encourages investment, the ability 
to have to gather information and have a great intention and love activates involvement to act and attract gifts of love as a gift of love give thought to the following questions what is so this may help you like it did me when I was asked these questions, how to be with your gift, how to be with how to understand your gift. I was asked these questions, what is your greatest strength? And my answer was my greatest strength at the time and still is passion. So I'm asking you, what is your greatest strength? What is your greatest skill? My greatest skill is leadership. What is your greatest skill? What is your greatest talent? My greatest talent is writing. So what is your greatest talent? My greatest dream. Today my greatest dream is to have a profitable, successful writing business. What is my greatest dream for tomorrow? To travel. So what is your greatest dream today? And what is your greatest dream for your tomorrows? So here are those five questions again. What is your greatest strength? What is your greatest skill? What is your greatest talent? And what is your greatest dream? today, and tomorrow. Think about that again. What is your greatest strength? What is that thing that brings security, not only to you and to others? What is your greatest strength? What secures you? What is your greatest skill? Mine says leadership. What is your greatest skill? What do you bring to a situation? What it is? What is it that you do? You just do it naturally. You just go right into autopilot. What is your greatest talent? Mine is writing. Different than a skill. My skill is leadership. My talent is writing. What's your greatest dream? Really think about that. My greatest dream today is to have a successful profitable writing business, and tomorrow, travel. Answering these questions help me to visualize my gift and give it measurement. One of my many gifts is writing poetry. And this poem that I'm about to read today encouraged me and gave me spiritual direction and strength to do this show. And so this poem is called, I'm Painting Your Wings. Years and years ago, I had gone through, some of you know, um, 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 years of homelessness, and I'd become very sick and disabled, and I just didn't know what was going on, and it felt like I was in this cocoon. I was just... Just It was just like I couldn't breathe. Everything was closing in on me. And I wrote a poem at that time called Cocoon. 
And months had gone by, and I still was battling the courts and battling my health and looking for a way to just get out of what I was in. And I wrote this poem. What seemed like forever was just a few years. The changes in my soul would often bring me to tears. Changes like forgiving myself of my past, the effects of my choices, how long will it last? My emotions were young and often in control. I let my body dictate my journey without advice from my spirit and soul. One day the father of my spirit wrapped me up tight and with the strength of his unconditional love, he whispered, it's time to rest from your fight. He placed me in a cocoon, spun with self-love, and for days, weeks, and years, the Creator nurtured me from heaven above. And then when I thought I would never be released, I asked the Father of my heart, Will this wrapping ever cease? <coughs> Excuse me. Into my heart and spirit he spoke. Remember why you are here. My potter's touch is designing balance in your soul, for you must have balance for success, and your love must be whole. Loving me, he said, is only part of love's destiny. Loving others as you love yourself is what's needed for all to succeed. <coughs> Excuse me. This final stage is my personal touch. For inside the souls of many, self-love you will bring. It won't be long, my butterfly. Just be patient. I'm painting your wings. Had a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> I know you know what that's all about. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed that poem, I'm Painting Your Wings. And I want to read the last part again. He said, Loving me is only part of love's destiny. Loving others as you love yourself is what's needed for all to succeed. This final stage is my personal touch. But inside the souls of many, and I thank you for listening to my shows and for hearing, being in this conversation of I love myself. For inside the for inside the souls of many, self love you will bring. It won't be long, my butterfly. Just be patient. I'm painting your wings, and that really encouraged me at that time. I was living with a woman on the East Coast. I didn't have any money. I wasn't feeling well. I didn't know what to do. I had gone to the courts over and over again, and I didn't know what was happening. I just felt like I was in this cocoon, this cocoon like a caterpillar, and I didn't know 
that the Creator was painting my wings. I had, was turning into this amazing butterfly, and the Creator was painting my wings with all that I was going through. They say a butterfly, you can't help them come out the cocoon because it won't come out and stay alive, that it comes out by pushing its way, its wings through the cocoon, and it's, the wings are breaking and the wings are, are turning into these beautiful um, transparent beautiful pieces of um, color, and so when the light reflects the wing because of what it took for the butterfly to come out of the cocoon, it becomes this beautiful, beautiful butterfly, and so that's how I feel. I feel that all that I've been through, all the um, challenges that I was going through in life, and we all have stories. So I'm not saying that my story is greater or better. I'm just saying I'm glad I was able to get through what I went through and that I was able to come out as a butterfly and that I'm able to have this conversation with you about love. Finally, as we learn at the I Love Myself Retreat with Keep Love Present, do the work. Do the love work. Know that you are a gift. I'm excited that starting next week I'll be having several guests. We'll be talking about gifts, the gifts of love, their gifts of love. And I'm, my goal is that I will have conversations with at least 12 people for the next week, uh, four to six weeks. And perhaps their encouragement, their inspiration, their conversation about their gifts and how they experience um, knowing, recognizing their gift and how they offer their gift to you know, the people in their lives and to the universe may be an encouragement, <clears throat> excuse me, for you as you um, go on your journey and to um, share the gift that you are. Again, thank you for joining me. This is Lady J. Have a wonderful, wonderful um, week and enjoy being a gift of love for those who are all around you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.